What's up, guys, and welcome back to Mommy Confessions. How y'all doing? This is Angel, also known as That Chick Angel, and we're now no longer exclusively on Facebook. We are also a podcast, and I have two very special guests from a very dope podcast called Good Moms, Bad Choices. Everyone, please welcome Jamila and Erica. Hi. Of course, of course, of course. So if this is your first time ever tuning in or listening in to Mommy Confessions, this is just a truly a raw, just authentic conversation dealing with things from parenting to just being a woman to just being alive. And I don't tell my guests the topic ahead of time because I don't want pre-rehearsed, very pretty answers. I want the real deal truth. So on Mommy Confessions, we swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So I start off every, <laughs> every show with a confession and um, I'm going to be nice and I'm going to go first because I do need to get this off of my chest because it pertains to the two of you. Okay. This is my confession. So I met them at, um, it was a circle of mom. What is Moms it called? Of Moms of color. They had an event and I met both of them. They're so cute. And I, they were like, Oh, do you, do you have kids? And I was like, Oh yeah, I've got, you know, four year old twins. And I remember you saying, Oh, we have four year olds. Mm-hmm. From there, I was trying to figure out, are they married? Oh, for real? Yes. <laughs> for the, I was just like, is she? T- are we saying together? We yes. Have four-year-olds. Like, yes. We're in a lesbian we, we Essentially, right. we are. We basically are married. Basically. And I did. I was just like, is it doesn't really matter either way. So I didn't know if I should just ask like, oh, are you together? Right. Or if I was going to look stupid by saying that. <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, I guess we should work on the delivery. Because like now everyone says partners and everyone, you know. Yeah. Okay, you don't know. Yeah. Um, no, Jamila's my work wife. Yeah, right, we're, right. We're not, we are not in a relationship. We're <laughs> 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 separate relationships. Sexual. Yes. We're not in a sexual relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say we're not lesbians. We're not, but. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely, it took me like listening to the podcast to realize Oh, and there's a there's another little guest. This is my four year old. Yes, yes. Her, this is her four year old. This is this is Erica's four year old. Listen, this is also a part of mommy confessions that people who have watched for a while, my kids definitely interrupt all the time. So it's it's all good. I had um, who did I have on here? Now I forgot her name from um Miss Ashley Wright. Mm-hmm. Oh, her daughter was digging in candles, breastfeeding, <laughs> doing everything. So like it's not even a big deal. We have kids. That's why it's called Mommy Confession. So, Erica, what's your confession? Um, I think we have like a a, 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 a mutual mutual. Oh please, I would love to hear a mutual one. This will be a first time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Our confession is, is that we got high before we got here. Oh. <laughs> we smoked a joint. Perfect. Yeah, we're, we're highly medicated currently. Currently, currently. Not highly, just nice. No, it's okay. Just not nice. Highly. Just, just okay. at a good, good, good place. Just a good yeah. place, yeah. You know, we are moms that medicate. We advocate for cannabis use, and mm-hmm. we use it daily. And a lot of times on our show, before we record other people's shows, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I need a little bit of medication. I, I need a bit. dose. I need a dose. I need yeah. a dose. So that's our mommy confession. That's perfect. I'm glad it's your confession. Before I jump into that, I want to first um, l- allow you all to um, introduce yourselves a little better than what I did. So please introduce everybody to yourselves, who you are, what you all do, and your children. Um, so we are Good Moms, Bad Choices. <laughs> that's uh-huh. our podcast, Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica, and... Um, I am a 31-year-old mother of Irie Jane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
we started our podcast about a year and a half ago. Um, it's about motherhood. We're both single parents, so uh-huh. it's about motherhood. It's about our love lives. It's about dating. It's about checking in with ourselves, our mental health. We have a lot of different types of guests on, but a lot of times it's just us chatting, and uh-huh. we are very raw and unfiltered. Yay! Um, I think the most unfiltered you could possibly get. So <laughs> if curse words mm. and inappropriate talk offend you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. The podcast is my side hustle, um, but in my everyday life, I work in beauty. I've been an actor pretty much my entire life. Um, oh, get out. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Look yeah. at you living a dual life. You know, no, we got to keep it creative over here. I'm a creative <laughs> at heart, so, uh-huh. um, but podcasting has become um, an, unexpe- an unexpected, all-encompassing passion. Okay. So, um, and Jamila can tell you about herself. Please, Jamila. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Jamila, uh, also known as Mila. I can't really choose which my name is going to be on the podcast. <laughs> I keep going back and forth. Um, my child's name is Luna. She's also four. Our separate children, not together. <laughs> um, in my personal life, I'm an esthetician. I have a mobile spa. I specialize in like lashes and brow tattoo. But also, I think uh, we started this podcast as just like an outlet because there was nothing that we saw that fit us as moms. We're both single. We're both, we we date. We talk about that. We're super transparent. And um, basically, just good moms, bad choices is our journey and just self-growth and being honest about it. Yeah. Um, And just being real because I think the problem, I think we both felt like the problem was there were not a lot of bitches out here being honest about right right. it ain't always peachy keen yeah and you know and and even there's not a lot of look into a single mom's life and there's a lot of shame you know surrounding sexuality sex Mm -hmm. um you know and just navigating both all of those those hats that we that we hold and Mm -hmm. that's why we started it and that's what we are pretty much overshare everything. <laughs> nothing wrong with oversharing. It's, it's all about being authentic, being truthful. So I'm glad you brought up the one topic in uh, the, the confession of cannabis use because that was the topic for today. Because oh, okay. I was like, okay, yes, they are 420 moms. <laughs> I am so not one. So I was like, this is perfect. I get to delve into other people's lives about something that I've never done. So tell me why like for somebody who is not a person that has ever I've never actually smoked weed ever in my life. Oh wow. Yes, like what what about it is like the medicine to you? Like what does it do for you especially in your day-to-day life? Well, I think for me, I so I grew up in California. I grew mm-hmm. up in LA, specifically the Valley. I'm a Valley girl. Oh um, yeah. So you know, if you grew up in California, obviously marijuana hasn't always been legal, but it's always kind of been around and yeah. you had access to it. And there, although it was illegal, like <clears throat> there wasn't as much fear behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part I of think, the culture. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. also because I grew up in a household where it was around. Um, not, I wasn't indulging with my parents. In fact, they hid it from me, mm-hmm. uh, which probably sparked my interest in it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think because of that, like. I don't know. For when I used it, it was because like that's what everyone was doing. I was right. Like, Let's just get high, you know. But now, as a parent, it definitely has a real purpose for me. Um, you know, I have anxiety. It helps me with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, parenthood is hard. I'd be stressed. <laughs> I'd be stressed, and I'd be needing like to take the edge off. And I don't always yeah. want to have a glass of wine. And sometimes meditation doesn't work. And I can say four hundred you woo saws and. 
right. work. It's all know? the same. Yeah. So I, cannabis has been something that has helped me in times where I might feel overwhelmed, where I just need to relax. Uh-huh. It also helps me, I think, be be a more playful parent. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when I smoke and I go and play with my daughter, like I'm way more into it. Like let's, okay, we're about to play. Like we're about to build a whole castle under this couch, you know? Yeah. I just feel like it's helped me in that way to just open up my the childlike mind um, and kind of just allow myself to, you know, kind of explore with her in a way that maybe sometimes I'm not capable of because I'm stressed about work. Yeah. I'm stressed about bills or I got this deadline or yeah. we have to edit 500 podcasts. Um, it kind of helps me in that way. So that's the reasons why I use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I like the ritual of it. Honestly, yeah. I really enjoy rolling joints. Um, <laughs> She's like, this passing is nice. it, yeah. There's uh-huh. something ritualistic about it. It's it's also like it's a social thing. Like me and my friends, we come together, we hang out, we smoke weed, and we chat. It's not this like scary, dark, twisted thing that I think most people in California don't view this. View I was gonna say I don't think. But I think anybody. if you have people or listeners that don't live there, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes there's a, a negative connotation around it's like it. Criminal, criminalized. Yeah, it's, like, it's definitely it's, been criminalized. It's like yes. under the same category as like heroin, like. <laughs> right. No, you, you, it's for real. And yeah. so, um, especially as parents, especially as black parents, especially, especially as black single parents, uh-huh. you know, like you put all those layers on and you're smoking weed. They're like, oh my gosh, you must be a bad mom. What uh-huh. is she doing? Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So um, I think that's why me and Jamila, you know, we do talk about it a lot because yeah. we want it to be normal and we talk about it with our kids. Yeah. So it's definitely not a secret. I mean, it probably has a lot to do with that we're both from valley both from la so it you're from- you're from the valley too yeah. oh yeah. my goodness I grew up in, both my parents are from philly but i grew up here since i was like four three or four so i've been in the valley my whole life like i never meet people that from, are like from, from the valley, valley. <laughs> we are Ever. from the valley um and you know i think first of all i'm like a, a naturalist and mm-hmm. i feel like it comes from the earth yeah first and foremost mm-hmm. i'm way more skeptical about um pharmaceutical drugs yeah um and I'm also like a witchy spiritualist, and I think it aids in my my like my meditation. It does. It aids in me like yeah, like taking off the all the tension and all the layers of, of bills and like real life and global warming and <laughs> uh-huh, you know like uh-huh. mean evil people corrupting the world. So I think it helps, and I just think, and I've seen it cure people. I've seen people who who partake in weed and it helped with cancer and it helped with other things, yeah. and anxiety and, and MS. And there's all these there's all these really good things that come from cannabis but no one discusses it and, and and now suddenly you know it's becoming commercialized and it's okay and there's all these people you know profiting from it yeah but you know in our community a lot of times you know if you're you're black and you're smoking weed you're just a gangster and you mm-hmm. know it's friday and that's you lazy and you high yeah. and that's not realistic and a lot of times for eric and i we're working non-stop on our side hustle also have real hustles but it helps really with our creativity a lot uh-huh. of times we get our best ideas smoking weed. We're just like, oh my god! Epiphany <laughs> <laughs> moments, literally that have literally just yeah. really cultivated. I mean, our honestly, brand. our podcast, our po- yes, <laughs> literally. Like, I'm pretty sure I was probably high, and I was like, we should just start this. <laughs> Let's just push record. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so for us, you know, and and and. and and I have anxiety, and some some weed doesn't help that anxiety, no, and, I've, and I've noticed that. And so I, I've I've really pra- we've we've done it for so long. We've practiced 
the dosage, the kind. We kind of, we're, we're not, we're in a space where we kind of really know what kind of weed we need to smoke, what time of day, how much work have we finished, how much do we have to keep going? And yeah. then, and then smoking like that. It's not just like we're waking up chiefing some days, but like not, it's not, it's not as bad. It isn't, it's not bad. Rewind again. How did you all meet? So we met through a mutual friend. Um, I had just had my daughter maybe like, I was probably like six months or seven months postpartum and I was the first of my friends to have kids. Uh, and I felt I very, yeah, I was very alone. Mm -hmm. um, and I just had no one that I felt could relate to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, my girlfriend had posted a picture of Jamila and I and I went and looked at her page and saw that she had a baby. And I was like, who is this girl? Uh -huh. You have friends with kids? Like you've been holding out? <laughs> right. So um, one night my, that, that friend of ours um, we all went to a bar and I saw Jamila and so I like literally like beeline for her <laughs> cornered her was like I heard you have a kid right well let's set up a play date and so that's kind of like how our friendship started and we oh. just had play dates and then I think eventually we kind of started hanging out on our own a few times I was like okay you're my type of girl oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 you like to smoke you like to drink we can have fun we can have play time we can have really deep conversations um, and then yeah that's kind of how our friendship has blossomed but really we've really gotten to know each other on the podcast so like mm. if you listen from our episode from episode one I think we're now on episode 78 You've ex you've literally been on the journey of our friendship, and I okay. was telling her this the other day. Like, how amazing it is, is it that like our journey of friendship is documented? Yeah. Like one yeah. day we can look back on this and be like, like what? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's when I learned that about you. Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy how divine. You know, like, yeah. We've we've actually grown up very close to each other. We have a lot of mutual friends. We know like everybody the same. I'm like you all are both from the we do, so, but I never met her before. I was about to say like did y'all go to school mm -hmm. together? We, we went to this close by schools, neighboring schools. We literally have lots of friends from the same circle and have ne never never met until that night at the club. And I had seen you know you see your friends friends pictures on Instagram and I was like oh she's a baby she's engaged oh, oh yeah that? yeah you know so you know of people but I had we had never met and I was surprised you know as adults it's hard to make friends when she was like hi you want to have a I was like okay and she followed up and we hang out I was like okay yeah so and and it really it was just like literally play dates we probably went to the club like one time without like you know trying to fill each other out yeah and then um I think I had broke up with my daughter's father, and then maybe a year later she broke up with her daughter's father. And we're like, "Oh, you're single." <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, "Let's start a podcast." And I was like, "What's that?" And he's like, "All right, let's do it." <laughs> wow. Okay, so you all said that you all have the conversation with your daughters. What does that look like? Go go inside. We're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? I mean, like, if they're out, if we're outside, we're smoking. I mean, I, I if they, my daughter knows what weed is. She she knows it's a plant. I say it's a flower. It's pretty. It's purple. Mm -hmm. I, you know, she sees me roll it up and smoke it, and it's just something we've normalized. It's just like pouring a glass of wine and drinking it. Uh -huh. It's nothing different. I mean, there's parents that smoke cigarettes. What do you say to your kids? You're smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, it, and it's perfectly legal. You can go to the store. I can go to the store and roll it and whatever, and you see us do it, but. I think the difference is my parents smoked, my dad smoked me growing up, and I could smell it, and I was like thinking he was doing some sneaky stuff. You know, right. what are you doing in there? I know what you're doing. But that's why I, I agreed to myself when I, as an adult, when I had a kid, like, it's not going to be some big secret. Right. You know, like, yeah. it's, our, it's my lifestyle. If we were in Jamaica and we were at Brosses, that would be the lifestyle. Yeah. You yeah. know, so there's yeah. just, just presenting it differently, I feel like, it makes a big difference on how they view it and what their perception is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, we're at, for me, like, 
my daughter, if she sees me smoking outside and she comes out and she says, what, what are you doing? Are you smoking? Yes. And she's like, okay, well, I need some water. Like, uh-huh. And like, I don't, we're not smoking like amongst them. And if they are and if they come outside, I'm not necessarily, I'm not going to hide it behind my back right, and make it right. weird because that's really where my interest sparked in it. Yeah. Because my mom made it weird. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is that? And it was like, for me, I'm, I was a very rebellious child and I'm a nosy child at that, going mm-hmm. through all my parents' stuff all the time. And you tell me something's secretive, I'm, I'm going to find the secret. And I want to know why. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I want to try it. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say, I had, I had a different experience growing up. Like, in the fact, like, my dad hit it, whatever. But by the time I was like 15, 16, I remember like going, my best friend and I went to Mexico with her mom. Me and two of my best friends went to Cabo. What an L.A. story. Um, and it was Easter morning. And in Cabo, she rolled us each a joint. We each had Easter baskets. And, you know, because we were in Mexico, we were allowed to drink and she, we were allowed to smoke. So, like, it was like if we were in the house with her, like, it wasn't this big deal. And honestly, I didn't really smoke that much weed in high school. Like, maybe here and there at a party. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I like, got to college and went to Atlanta and started smoking terrible weed. I don't know why I decided to do it then. <laughs> you know, so I, I, it didn't, it didn't like, it wasn't in the way of my life. It wasn't like, you keep smoking that weed, you're not doing right, anything. Right. You know, and even growing up around the people I was around and like that type of lifestyle, it didn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh-huh. But, you know, here I am still as an adult smoking lots of weed. You're like, and, I, and I'm smoking it, and I'm fine, <laughs> and I'm fine. So what was, if you could go back in your, your mind, what was your first experience with weed? Like, what was that like? Mm-hmm. Um, my first experience, I'll never forget, like, my friend, we were, at, we were in her, like, garage, and she was like, I have weed. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she pulled it out. How old were you? I was probably... 12, maybe 11 or 12. Wow. Um, and I went to school with like, uh, in my middle school years, I went to a very um, prestigious, very Caucasian school. Uh-huh. Um, and so they had a lot of money. So they they had access to everything. I'm actually glad I left that school. I was talking to someone recently, the, the amount of drugs that happened at that was school. Was it a private school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens though. Um, so anyway, she pulled it out. It was in a little baggie and it looked... It might have not really been weed, low key. It might have like, it might have just been actual weeds. Oh, right, 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 right. This is just um, somebody's. Looking back on it, I remember it was like kind of like grassy. Maybe it was like actually like grown from like outside. Oh uh-huh. lord, um, uh-huh. back who knows? I just remember we like sh- sh- we had a little pipe. We went to like some abandoned pool. I don't know where, where we go, where we went. I don't know. It was weird. And we smoked, and I just, like, smoked, and I kept looking, like, waiting for the high to happen. I'm uh-huh. like, when is it happening? Did it right. happen? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm high. I'm so high. Really high. But I wasn't. Like, yeah. I think a lot of times, too, when you first smoke weed, you're, you're always looking for, like, trying to figure you out really what it's supposed to, to feel. Uh-huh. So I think for most part, most for the most part, even when you are smoking real weed, which it's, it's, it's arguable if I was, um, <laughs> a lot of times people don't get high their first time. Uh-huh. Um, and... That was my first experience, and that and actually that first experience was the first time also I got caught. Oh wow! How quick is that? Uh, my friend gave me the weed, and I left it in my pocket. And my mom, oh. I forgot it. I forgot about it. And oh, my mom went smart. to wash my pants. Oh wow! And like, what did you say? And she was so mad, like just angry, and I was crying, and that was really traumatic for me because I don't know. I felt like that could have been an opportunity for her to like I don't know, not be angry and educate me, but because she was angry. It scared me and made me know I had to hide it better next time. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. Because um, did your parents smoke? 
They did. Okay. But but at that time it was unclear. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't really I didn't know if they had smoked. Uh huh. It's it, her reaction was a hell no we don't smoke. Oh. Okay. But later on in like as as I became a more experienced smoker per se I started to see the cracks in their hiding. Uh huh. <laughs> and uh-huh. like okay yeah what are those zigzags I've seen those about round a few times. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't see any cigarettes being smoked. Uh-huh. So um. So that was my, my first experience smoking. So it was kind of a little bit traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> and what was yours, Jamila? You know, I think I was like 11 or 12, too. I was in sixth grade. So, yeah. And we, there was this after... <laughs> so stupid. There was these, like, after dark parties. The YMCA would throw off a tahanga. You remember that YMCA right there? Mm-hmm. By the, across from the park? So my friend had some weed. And she, we lied. And this is this is how you know we were 11 or 12. <laughs> We lied to the people because you weren't supposed to leave once your parents dropped you off. But they said I started. Somebody started their period. We had to walk to Seven Eleven to get a pad. This was our getaway scheme. Oh. So the YMCA people are like, okay. So we didn't walk to Seven Eleven. We walked across the street to the park, tried to smoke the weed, then walked back. And I'm not even sure if I got high either. I was just like, oh, nah. I was just trying to be grown. I wanted to be fun. But I think I smoked like later on. Another very prestigious Caucasian school party. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, you know, I mean, I don't remember it being, like, terrible. The only really bad experience I've had is with, like, smoking a, um, wax from the bong when, it, when, like, the wax first came out. And I thought it was, like... Was what is die. the wax? It's just, it's concentrate. Oh, okay. And then you smoke it from a bong, and... I didn't. I wasn't prepared. I, I didn't think. I didn't know it wasn't like regular weed. I did with my homegirl. My homegirl was like, "Was that heroin?" I was like, "No." She's like, no. <laughs> no. "What are you getting well, into?" Well, yeah. because when you smoke wax, you have a blow, like a blowtorch, essentially. No, it's like it's 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 a different. You have, you need like a butane torch. torch. That's and, doing and, too much. And that's too waxy. much for me. It is wax. It's like brown. So wax. why was the experience so bad? What had happened? Like, you just get too high. You just get, uh, almost. Just get it's too, it's so highly concentrated, and the way you when you hit it, it. Almost for me, anytime I've smoked wax, it, it hurts. Oh god! It, like, it hits your lungs so, so hard. hard. I, that's why I just like to keep it simple and natural. We just smoke what's from the earth. We don't need to concentrate it. Roll uh-huh. it up in our little. I mean, Jamila prefers blunts. I prefer joint papers, but we compromise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you all have to down to it. Like we have our preferences, and this is where we stick with it. Nothing crazy. So when did it become like so? Okay, that was when you all were a lot younger. When did it become like a, a more of like an adultish decision of like, I want this a part of my life. I like this. Like, I don't know if you all peruse any other type of uh, uh, recreational mm-hmm. drug, but like, when did this one become the thing Stable, of, like, the, the, like it, the thing of, I like this. It has been consistent in my life since a teenager. So I don't know. I don't know if there was like this moment uh-huh. that I was like, you're sticking around, but <laughs> it was here to stay. Cause you know, like sometimes like you, when you're, younger like you just experience you like you're trying to figure out like what do i like what do you like no, what no, do absolutely. i like yeah i think um i've definitely had to re- understand my limits uh-huh. because there was a time where i was overdoing it mm-hmm. and i think and i didn't understand my, maybe my usage was unclear yeah it was like just because this is what we do or this or i'm trying to suppress something mm-hmm. or um i'm avoiding things because it depends what you're smoking too. Yeah, weed can make you tired. Weed yeah. can make you un- and certain weeds make me unmotivated. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. sometimes you know those type of weeds are for me when I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not smoking those throughout the day. And so, I think around probably, I would say my mid twenties is when I really understood 
which kinds of weeds I should smoke. And even recently, I've had to adjust. Because mm-hmm. me and Jamila are heavily sativa smokers. And sativa is an upper, so it makes you, it's supposed to make you more creative. It's supposed to, uh-huh. you know, it's not such a body high. It's more of a mind high. Um, and I had to really, I've been smoking so much sativa, and I do, I have, I battle with anxiety. Uh-huh. And I realized it was actually making my anxiety worse. Oh. It was making me more, it was making me ang- more anxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I had to figure out, okay, that's not working. Let me try this weed. And so now I'm smoking more of a hybrid sativa dominant weed. So it does have elements of indica, which is more of a downer. Uh-huh. Um, and it just... So I think around my mid twenties is when I really started to understand. Also, I used to work at a dispensary. That's really okay. That's, that's when it because really... I'm like you sound way more like um, not I want to say technical based, but more than like most of the weed weed smokers I know. Right. They're just like I know I like this, but they're not so, like breaking yeah. it down like this. I think maybe yeah. I've never been asked this question, so now I'm kind of like re- I'm coming. I'm like finding the answer. So I think really when it really understood what I needed mm-hmm. was when I started working at a dispensary. Okay, so that I makes sense. Bud tender, and I had to learn. They're called bud tenders. Yeah. I want you all to know when I say I am very like naive when it comes to the world of weed, just because I've just never smoked it. I'm never around it. So like when I ask questions, it's truly out of curiosity oh, yeah. and not like, so tell me this. I truly do. No, yeah. <laughs> not, yeah. But I think that, that journey, that part of my life when I was working at a dispensary, I had to educate myself and yeah. really understand things because people were coming in and asking me questions about right. why is this? What is this OG? What, you know? Um, so that's kind of like when I kind of started to figure out you know, what my limits were and what I needed, what I don't. And then, you know, when I got pregnant, I didn't smoke at all. I was going to ask, that was going to be a question, if you all smoked while you all were pregnant. Because I know people who do because it's still, because mm-hmm. they still have anxiety and they're like, I can't, mm-hmm. I cannot go through this like this. Yeah. Um, I think the same. I think I've had, in my early 20s, I had relationships. I had, I've dated some people who were like smoking all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And then I was smoking all day, every mm-hmm. day with them. And then I was like, okay, this is not working. Uh-huh. I'm not doing then, anything. Right. And then when I, I realized when I was not with those people, I was like, oh, I get to see. <laughs> <laughs> there, there I am. Oh, um, the sky is clear. I yeah, didn't realize yeah. It. yeah. So then, I, you know, I had, it took me to like get out of dumbass relationships and mm-hmm. then be alone and then, then buy my own weed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then start to like put it in a, in a you know in a space where it like it made sense for me like what time of day like I'm not gonna do it in the morning but I think being a alone individual you know navigating that space alone made me more clear about what kind of weed I need to be smoking at what time of day there was a point where when I you know I would just smoke at night but if you wake up with somebody who had a blunt it's hard to be like no I'm good on the blunt <laughs> you're gonna just hit it you know? yeah. <laughs> so yeah and I and I did I smoked during pregnancy um, I didn't smoke a whole bunch, uh-huh. but um, I did smoke. It helped me. I smoked at night. Um, I, I felt a little, I mean, there was points in my pregnancy where people would make faces at me, like, were surprised that I was smoking, and I would kind of, mm-hmm. like, give them a, like, mind your business. Like when of. you were further along? Yeah, the, when yeah. it was clear, people who knew, you know, I think maybe I hit the bong one time at my baby daddy's friend's house, and they were like, and I was like, chill, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, you um, know but that. I also think it's, like, how your attitude towards it, and I was clear that that was, like, it, it didn't even come up to me in my mind if it wasn't okay. Uh-huh. I just I just didn't didn't question it. I just thought it was fine, yeah. and I did the same thing during uh, while I breastfed. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she's fine. She's perfectly highly intelligent. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times you should be careful depending on where you are, what hospital you birth at. They'll test you. They'll test your baby, and there's th- they could take action against you. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If they want, those are important things, and those are things I, I didn't intend on giving birth in the hospital, but when I ended up there, these are things I thought about. Oh, and I was like. 
Yeah, yeah. Because then, like, try me, you know? Because, you know, they would poke the baby's toe yeah. for the little blood sample. And I was just like, mm, we'll see. Because yeah. I, I never discussed it with my doctor either. And it wasn't because we weren't cool because we were. But I was already, like, I, 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 I don't trust doctors. <laughs> I don't really I trust get Western it. medicine. And so I had a lot of, I felt, I, I had a lot of other stuff to say. So I was like, mm. let me just not even yeah, yeah. stress her out more. Right. You know, and but it didn't stress me out. And I think for some people, when if it is going to stress you out and you are going to be constantly thinking, oh, no, what am I doing to my baby? Don't do Don't it. Don't do it. Right. It's yeah. not like I didn't have those thoughts. I knew everything was fine. I, I Like even amongst my family, I didn't have a conversation about it with my dad, with my mom, with my grandma. I just did it. But my dad and my grandmother both partake. Uh-huh. And I didn't really know that about my grandmother until I became an adult. Um, she's highly very Christian woman, but she's always like she's also from the '60s, you know. Yeah. And our relationship got better once we could smoke together. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I do like you. <laughs> we do have so much in common. <laughs> right, right. You like weed, me too. You like tequila, me too. So there was there wasn't really much judgment. I think the in my family overall the consensus is that it's natural, and so it, it wasn't a big huge deal. Mm-hmm. And I also give people the look like, don't look at me. It's not your opinion that matters right right <laughs> you could definitely tell that the, yeah that i don't feel like there's any state other than california where that type of relationship could be made with weed within the family especially in the black community i've lived in a bunch of places and i don't feel like i don't feel like there's any place that i've lived where that could actually happen where there could be like a healthy relationship within maybe the family like Colorado, around maybe like Seattle, but, but, Oregon. All then, west, all very no, west. But also, when I was I went to school at, at, at Clark. I lived in Atlanta for like 7 uh-huh. years. So, when I was there, I wasn't anywhere near having a child, and I met a couple who had like four kids, and I got in the car with them. It was my friend's friends. A lot of hippie like black people in Atlanta. And he had grown this beautiful uh marijuana plant and uh-huh. I remember him showing the kids and he was like look at this flower daddy like daddy grew and like, it's so beautiful wow it's purple he was passing me around in the car they were smelling it and at that moment I was like aha uh-huh. that's how I shall be because that made sense for me it yeah. resonated with me and that was my first time seeing it like that yeah so you know you never like I just taken from what I've seen as I've, yeah. as I've come and that made you know that made sense to me I mean I definitely think that also does help it does kind of demystify when you see it as like in its plant form and not just like as a blunt mm-hmm. or not just smoked mm-hmm. out of, it, it looks like oh okay that doesn't look harmless I mean that doesn't look harmful mm-hmm. it's a plant instead of you know this thing that you don't really like know what it is and like you just hear oh you might feel good after you use it you you know whatever but okay so still on the same topic your kids are very young so it'll probably a while before they have a true interest in wanting to partake or not wanting to partake how do you hope that starts or happens for them and how do you want to be a part of that if they decide like I want to I want to give this a whirl and see how I like it um I hope that they can I hope that my daughter would come to me and talk to me about it that's why I've normalized it mm-hmm. you know um you know I grew growing up in the valley amongst kids that smoked a lot of weed it was very you know normal for me, to me to be around that kind of stuff there were times where like Jamila and Cabo um parents would partake in smoking with us me personally, that's not going to be me. Mm. I don't want to smoke with other people's kids because yeah. I don't know what their parents. Right. I'm not. I, that's just not a line I want to cross. Yeah. Um. But for my daughter, I don't know. I I think it just kind of. I, I guess. It it, it it I'd have to see 
what how it how it unfolds. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that I, I if my daughter was going to smoke with anybody, I would a hundred percent prefer it to be with me. Right. I would a hundred percent be would like to be in somewhat of control of that situation. Yeah. And her to feel comfortable enough to come to me, and so that I can make sure if she wants to do that, that she's doing it responsibly, that she's in, in using the right type of cannabis. For her, am I going? Do I want to encourage it? No, just like I don't want to encourage my daughter to drink, but we drink around our kids too. Right, right, right. You know, um, I'm not the type. I remember being before I was a parent, and like you asked me if I about smoking while I was pregnant. I did not smoke when I was pregnant, and a lot of it was fear based too because I was like my, you know, I was I I followed my pregnancy to the T. I was like, we are not eating any sort of these cheeses. We are not no. eating any sort of processed meats or, you know, I was totally Western medicine was like that's the guideline. Uh-huh. Um, now that I if I had another if I have a child ever again, there's a lot of things I would change about that because I was really because I was the first of my, all my friends. I was living in fear almost uh-huh. I always felt like there was at any time like my baby could miscarriage uh-huh. you know and and for me so weed became I became fearful a mm-hmm. little bit and also I feel like I just didn't even have a desire mm-hmm. it just kind of was like I don't want to do that mm-hmm. even the smell of it was I'm like I couldn't even deal with the smell yeah um but I remember before I had a kid being at an apartment um with my my child's father and there were like three kids in the room and they were hot boxing the room oh and i was like mortified this is before you had a kid mm-hmm. i was like i mean i've seen that too and then I-, I was like nah this they were passing me the blunt i was like no what you think uh-uh well what they didn't open a window or anything no Mm-mm. and i still don't i still totally disagree with that like that no, is no i don't i don't agree with that no that's irresponsible to me like there i feel like there are there are boundaries and guidelines to this yeah. it's not just for don't me at least box your kid. you don't like i just feel like that's unfair you're yeah, not even giving them a, an option yeah you know um and so i don't know like for me and my daughter Will she probably will she smoke weed? I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her dad smokes weed. I smoke weed. I dr- I drink. I saw both my parents drink. You know, uh-huh. if she doesn't, then that's fine too. Um, right. I'm not going to be disappointed in her if she does. Right. Um. Do do I would I prefer to her to wait and let you know and like allow her to you know. I don't know. I, I would prefer her to wait. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Like what age? Because you all both yeah, had a. Yeah, twelve is obviously. It's a ridiculous. little young. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the, what the hell was happening with us. I mean, I mean, I know what was happening. We just thought we were so grown, but I definitely am not rolling my kid a J when she's twelve. No, yeah. like what's the age? Not. What age would you feel comfortable? I would say like sixteen. Mm-hmm. I would say if she came to me and was like, "I'm curious, my friends are doing it. What's up?" I'd be like, "Okay." Because I'd rather you be here. Like, don't be, I've gotten, as an adult, gone behind the wheel and smoked. I mean, after being high, like, in college, I literally couldn't find the gas. Mm. I was just, like, trying to push, but I couldn't. I'm like, uh-huh. this is my grown-ass who's had lots of experience. Uh-huh. So I just want to keep it real. Like, you could get really dumb. So I'm afraid to be here. Let's just test it out. Come to me. People lace it. You know, like, there's yeah. things that need to be told. But I, I just, I think, I don't want it to be scary. I don't, and this, it depends. Where are you at? Are you a lazy-ass child? You're not right. doing what you need to be doing as is? No, you can't add nothing to the mix. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You need to figure out, get that straight first, you know? Yeah. And it, it just depends on who your kid is. I, we're pretty honest. I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm going to be honest with you, where you're at, who you are. Can you handle it? Are you mature enough? Yeah. You know, yeah, there's definitely some questions that that I need to ask myself as a parent and I need to ask her and I'm already going to know about her. Is this for you? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Can you handle this? 
Okay, well then let's try this together first. But I think the most important thing is that you come to me and we discuss it. Yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about it. Why are you curious? What's making you curious? Like, what do you think it's going to do? How are, you, how are you hoping that it helps you? Yeah. You know, like, are you just doing it just to get high? Like, what is it? Because it feels fun. Yeah. So, whew, girl, I'm not ready for any of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, would you, would uh, you're about the same age, like 16, or would you want older? I mean, I would like you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, what's the minimum? I'd say 16, too. 16? Yeah. Any younger than that, no. People are going to bash us on Facebook. No, they're not. No, I don't think so. I don't think so because it's not that type of conversation. I don't feel like it's that type of conversation for people to have. This is your opinion. This is not like. And, and you know what? And my opinion could change, you know, because I'm a, I'm, I have a, I have a, I'm a parent of a four-year-old. That's just, that's the that's scope true. of my parenting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I know. I mean, I can offer opinions to a grown person about their 18-year-old, but I don't have an 18-year-old. Right. right. I don't have, who knows how I'll feel when my daughter's 15, you know. I and each no, child is different. Yeah. yeah, I have no clue. So, t- to answer your question, honestly, I don't know. You don't know, yeah. I don't really know. I mean, yeah. it's all skeptic. It's all. I'm all. It's skept- I'm not skeptical. So. Skepticism? No. It's uh, speculation. Speculation. Yeah. Listen, I, speculation. I had to reach for that. Ooh. I was like, I know um, where she's trying to go. Let me see if I can find <laughs> it. <laughs> it's all speculation at this point. You know, um, I just want my daughter to be happy. I want her to be yeah. thriving. I want her to be intelligent. I want her to be loving, kind. Um, thoughtful, all those things. Yeah. And I don't think weed or no weed is going to interfere with that. As right. long as we're talking about it, she's educated about it, and you know she's making the right choices for her. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. We just recently, uh, because only thing we have ever smoked in this, not inside this house, but as a husband and wife together, have been cigars. So we just recently, because we have a 10-year-old, just started to have the conversation about, because, you know, we got a liquor cabinet, as y'all can see right here. So they've seen us drink. They have seen us smoke, not been beside us, because I, my son has asthma. I grew up with asthma, so I don't play when it comes to smoke around my kids. But um, we just recently started having the conversation with our 10-year-old because I realized, like you all were introduced at 11 and 12, I don't want it to be a thing of, uh, especially when he hits middle school, school, all these things being thrown at him, and he's like, "Wait, what? What, <laughs> what is this?" Because mm-hmm. if it ain't a cigar, or if it ain't like a drink, he doesn't really have like a grasp of what it is. So I can't, like you said, it's all speculation. I have no idea like when he'll get to the age of like where curiosity will really be the thing. Like I wasn't because I wasn't that curious of a kid. That's what kept me like I didn't start drinking until I was like twenty six. I was finally what? like. Oh my God. When I tell you, I am like, because <laughs> my asthma was so horrific when I was little, that kept me from ever really actually wanting to smoke anything. I was like, listen, I, the fact that I got lungs that work, I am not filling <laughs> not them with anything. And when my husband was like, oh, with a cigar, you don't inhale the smoke. I was like, okay, well, I'll try that, but I don't want anything where I'm supposed to be sucking down. Into yeah. So... Um, because I wasn't, but I don't like with my kids, I don't know how curious they'll be. I don't know. Like if they'll be like, Oh, that looks really cool. Like what is, what is that? And And see, and I think even if you aren't a parent that smokes weed, I still think the conversation needs to be had. It has, like you said, because yeah. it, they will encounter it. I know. We're, Cal- we're in California. They're def- there are stores 
everywhere yeah, now. Like, Bonnie, what's that green cross over there? Yes, Why exactly. Green crosses on every block. I, oh, and I, yeah. I, 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 tell, and I, tell, I tell her, she's like, what's that green tea? I'm like, oh, that's the that's the that's where the medicine is. That's where mommy's medicine is. Uh-huh. Like that, so, like, because those questions do come up. But my question for you guys is, okay, like, we introduce weed because it's a part of our, like, Cali culture. But then, like, at 11, you have to introduce other stuff, too. Like, don't do E. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I tell, I tell up because you know what? Listen, growing up in a family that I've had, I'm from, like I told y'all, oh, no, I didn't say it on camera, but as I told y'all before, I was born in Baltimore. You know, Baltimore, they, we got real drug addicts in Baltimore. Right. We've had those in our family. So, like, we have gone over a gamut of, like, drugs, of just, like, stuff that, like, you know, I said it's easier here to, like, get caught up into certain things because it can look fun. And you don't see, like... The, the how, yeah, the bad end. I said I grew up seeing the bad end yeah. within my family, mm-hmm. so it took away any type of glamour that some drugs can have. Mm-hmm. Like you, I was never about to be popping no pills. There was right. nothing about, and sometimes it amazes me because I realize culture is so. What I, my perception was is so different than culture. Mm-hmm. Like when I watch people be like, um, "Do you all watch Insecure?" Mm-hmm. So when they were at um, the festival out in the desert, Coachella, Coachella mm-hmm. and they were at a party and the guy was like, I bought, I bought some Molly, y'all want to? And they were like, okay, cool. And I was like, you just go take drugs <laughs> from a dude you um, don't know? Speaking of that episode, we have an episode <laughs> called Momchella. And it sounds pretty similar. <laughs> What's hilarious is that I'm in a mocha mom group, and that's what our retreat is called. We mom. call it we call it either momchella or mochella. Oh, and yeah, well, that's. I'm what... to guarantee you that that group and this episode aren't the same. Oh, y'all want something else? <laughs> no, we went to actual Coachella. We went to Coachella. Oh, and together. it was like that. Yeah. I don't know. They were. No, well, let me not put my, my friends <laughs> out like it. <laughs> I don't know. It might be just like that. Yes. I'm like, I'm so sorry because uh, this is not my business to tell. <laughs> You know what I think, too, is that, like, I, I actually, like, obviously I grew up thinking, I mean, we grew up, yes, hi, I'm almost done. Yes. <laughs> um, I grew up thinking or categorizing marijuana as a drug, but now as an adult, I don't categorize it. Uh-huh. If, if we're going to categorize marijuana as a drug, we need to categorize alcohol as a drug. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like it's from the earth. Mm-hmm. Literally, God put it in the ground and made it grow. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I just... I think that, you know, some would argue that marijuana can be a gateway drug. I think trauma is a gateway drug, mm. you know? I think alcohol is a gateway drug. I think alcohol is way, I mean, even though I drink alcohol <laughs> and I don't smoke, I think alcohol is way worse. Alcohol is worse, but I, but I truly believe trauma too. You know, if you have trauma and then you introduce other things to the trauma, mm-hmm. you never know what that looks like. You're going to want yeah. to escape from the trauma, yeah. you know? And anything can become an escape. Yeah. Um, I also think if you have an addictive personality, you have an addictive personality. Now, come on that's the you truth you need to gauge that like i think so, i found that like a lot of my friends that have like family people have addiction in their families close to them they either do not indulge at all because they're not effing with it and they yeah. see it or or they they can go down the same pattern yeah i think you have to know yourself and gauge if it's and, and you know it's funny you said that about being from baltimore like i grew up here but both my parents are from philly so yeah like i knew some jays in the family like I knew like there's there's been abuse so there in some some things I saw because there's some drugs I just absolutely have never had any desire to try. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to do crack. 
Yeah. You know, I'm not doing no crystal meth. Yeah. Or hair on. Like, you know, those are, like, even, like, I don't, I'm not popping a bunch of prescription pills. I mean, it's questionable, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the same, like, I, I don't know if I, I went, like, watching that episode of Coach, like, uh, the Insecure episode. Yeah. I guess LA does glamorize does. some drugs over yes. others, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I literally was like, is that what people doing now? <laughs> we just taking stuff from strangers and just trusting because there's some letter etched on the top of the pill. That California love. You're like, oh, thank you so much. I, so I mean, much. I was floored. I was like, okay, I'm officially old because that <laughs> is blowing my mind. Okay, one other quick question just because I have you all here and I'm going to let you all go. Vaping. What is your? What are your thoughts on that? Like vaping weed? Yeah, vape the, pens. the vape pen. Well, that could be like cigarettes, tobacco. Too. No, 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 no. Well, vaping. Is someone say my name. I know. Okay. No, I think vaping. You can vape tobacco or like hookah or like weed. What's our opinion on vaping weed? Sure. I don't think vaping is good. If, if it's weed, I think it's good. I think uh, the other two are really unhealthy. I don't think it's good if it's weed. Well, I think I thought it was the, like the most healthy way. No, you see all these things that are happening. Oh, now? The, the, the butane or something. Yeah, yes. I just I don't I think people the try old to... school the old school vaporizer is the best. Oh, those way. are better. The, like the, the, like the, the wooden the, box. With the wooden box. So you used to plug it in and it heats the weed up to a certain temperature, and so it doesn't feel as harsh and it's not it, burning the weed. But it's so it's more like a um, a diffuser. Uh, not a, um, no, she's talking about vaping in the sense of not actual flowers. It's actual like the wax that you put in the vape pen, and, that's and, and then you. And it heats it up the but- with the butane, essentially like wax, like you know when you're doing your wax when we when we when we ever we smoked wax and it was painful. Yeah. But they they figured out how to make it not painful and accessible and easy to take to Disneyland. In which case, <laughs> when we vape. So I so I'm not really a vapor. I don't. I really. I have friends friends that that's really that's all they do because uh-huh. it's easy. It's convenient. You can take it anywhere. No one can smell it. You can low key do it in a restaurant if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm really like an old school flower type of girl. I don't really trust those type of things. I don't know what's going in them. Yeah. Um, for me, I've, have I used them? Yeah. Have I? Sometimes if someone passed me one when I was out in a situation where maybe smoking is a little bit more, I don't know, should we do it here? Maybe I probably would hit it. But is it my go-to? Not really. Mm-hmm. Would I ever encourage someone to vape? No. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I don't know. Like, I, I wouldn't call myself a naturalist I guess I am in some ways but definitely I am in that way mm-hmm. I prefer the plant over any sort of bells and whistles that you know government and now the weed industry is putting on marijuana yeah what about you Mila yeah same I'm a flower girl mm-hmm. I don't do edibles I don't do you don't do edibles we don't we, neither one of us Erica goes blind <laughs> ah, even if you made it yourself you would not do I it. mean maybe I made it myself. I mean, I just like it's just hit or miss because you can't really gauge what you're eating. Uh-huh. If I can smell it, I'm getting high, I can put it out. Yeah. But if we're just eating and it tastes good, I've had some trippy things happen. It, it, it affects you differently. Yeah. So I know that that's not my yeah. thing. My body chemistry doesn't work. Like, somebody accidentally gave me somebody else's birthday gift, and there was a. Uh, candy bar in there and I thought it was like a uh, like a nutritional bar and think and I was like I'll eat that later and then as I began to look at the rest of the stuff I was like this is this is like stuff for weed like there was like a little thing that you could put weed in and you put a little top on it listen I don't know but because I didn't know what the stuff was I was like this seems like it might be for weed and then I took the candy bar back out and then finally in huge letters it says contains um what is it? The letters T H C. 
I would have eaten that whole thing. Oh, girl. Passed out. I would have killed my friends. No, you probably would have asked to go to the hospital. I'm sure. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's I'm how, sure. That, that no. literally happens. If, if you could have of, talked. Most of the time when I hear about people asking to go to the hospital when they've in, in, ingested THC, or it's usually because they've eaten it. It's never really when they smoke it. It's when they've eaten it because it's a different. I mean, it happens, but I feel like most of the time it's when they've eaten it because it's a totally different high. It was a big candy bar. Yeah, it's. I no, can't, yeah, I can't do that. I'm good on. I'm good on <sighs> the candy bars and all that stuff. I mean, even with weed, I'll say for people who don't smoke or are, are curious about it, for weed, I would say you you have to really be careful. Weed is a spiritual drug. There have been times I've been dating someone and like one day I'll get high and be next to them and I'm like. Oh my god, I do not even like you. <laughs> Literally like your third eye will open. Everything comes super clear. If you let it, sometimes weed will make you too clear and you can see everybody for who they are and what's going on. Uh-huh. 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 So you really got to be careful like it, it, I when I say it, it could be a meditative spiritual mm-hmm. it could take you somewhere else that sometimes you're not ready to to, yeah. to click into. So, yeah. you know, little by little. Weed first, edibles never. <laughs> well, you guys have been wonderful. Again, this is Good Moms, Bad Choices. Check out their podcast. It's on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. Spotify. Play. I'm just going to yeah, all say it. Put it. Stitcher, all that stuff. We're also, um, we're also on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Yes. Because we, we're trying to build our Facebook community. You got that unlocked. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll make sure I'll be tagging y'all so they Thank can you. all go over there. They also have an event coming up in Atlanta. Go yes. plug that. Yes. When we is it? We have a live show in Atlanta um, October 13th. That's a Sunday. It's at 7 o'clock. It's at BQE Lounge on Edgewood in downtown. It's going to be lit, lit, lit. And you can purchase tickets on our Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices or our website, goodmomsbadchoices.com. And yeah, I'm gonna put all of their um, their like social media stuff in the show notes and on the in the comments, not the comment, the description underneath the video, so y'all can click on that. Make sure you all follow them wherever. And then this is my question for you all, so that you all can respond. I want to know what is your relationship with weed, and is it something that like you partake with your parents if you do, or other family members, or is it something that you still kind of sneak? And hide and do because I know there are people who are grown as hell, but there are certain things they will not do in front of their elders. So let me know in the comments below where you're at in life or if you even have a relationship. If you don't have a relationship with weed like myself, why? What is your reason? And let if me you know. have questions. And have we changed your perspective? And if you have questions, hit us up. Yeah. We, love, we always love talking to people because you know, like, if you don't like smoking weed, that's cool. It's not for everybody. Right. You know? And, and that's cool too. Mm-hmm. But if you're interested and want to know, you know. Or have questions how to introduce it or if you're, you know, curious about trying it, where to start. Yeah, ask them. Don't ask me. I don't know nothing. All right. All right. Make sure if you haven't liked this um, page and followed it, go ahead, click the like, follow, so you'll know when I upload new episodes and come back next Thursday when I'll have new guests. You guys, thank you so much. Thank you. And y'all be blessed. Bye. Don't know what mine's going to do next, but once she's done, you're going to be blessed.